Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer, coming to you live. And this month, the month of May, it is a brand new month. It's a brand new time to focus in on a new series here in 2017. One thing that we've been changing up this year has been this idea of making sure that we are covering plenty of series. Last month, we looked at the unseries. We looked at what it means to be people that are uh, focused on the nature of who God is, even in the midst of times in our lives where UN words, unwords, uh, limit us from the perspective of everything God has for you and God has for me. So, welcome aboard. Uh, I'm your host, Jay Trainer. This month, we're putting the emphasis on prayer. And I can't tell you how many times in my life, where I have focused in on different things and activities that required me uh, to make sure that I'm focused in and relying on the power of my God, but I've ultimately stumbled and fumbled because I've relied on my own uh, ability, which is really not much at all. And so, my friends, tonight we're looking at prayer. It's May 4th. We joke around and say, May the 4th be with you. Some people might respond by saying, and also with you. Not just that. It's also the National Day of Prayer. Did you know that? I didn't know that until Sunday, believe it or not. And May 4th, apparently this year, is a time where we as a nation are called out to pray. We pray for our leaders. We pray for... Uh, those that we don't necessarily like. We pray for those that are in power. We pray for uh, our nation and its protection. Uh, we pray for uh, character and, and integrity within our leadership. Uh, those are some different areas that we are called to be focused on when it comes to prayer. And so tonight, not only are we going to pray, not only are we going to look at um, how the Lord calls us to pray, but we are going to make sure that we are spending some time not just talking about it, but experiencing it. And maybe you would like to share some of your prayer stories during this broadcast in the comments below or in the chat room if you're listening. Whatever the case may be, we all are people that want, want to live for more than what we are currently living in within our status. You and I are made for so much more. And so when it comes to prayer, I want to make sure that I'm not substituting the best with something that I think is, is 
is the best. I want to make sure that I'm plugged into God's reality. You know, we say, Lord, your will be done, but do we truly mean it? That's what it comes to when it when it when we are involved with prayer. It's this wrestling of saying, Lord, your will, less of me, more of you. It's a yielding. It is a sacrifice that says, I got to get out of the way. And I struggle with that. Because I think in my expertise that I don't need to pray. Are you kidding me? I need to pray. And I fumble and stumble through life. So with that being said, let me pray. And then we're going to dive into the Lord's Prayer tonight. May the fourth be with us. (laughs) May the fourth be with you. But truly may the force be with you. The force, capital T, is not just... You know, something that is just, again, out there and and something that we just kind of throw caution to the wind or whatever. And it's the power is not found in prayer. The power is in the one that we pray to. I hope that makes sense. Let's pray. Let's seek the Lord. Let's go after him. Then we're going to read some scripture tonight regarding the Lord's Prayer found in Matthew 6. Let's pray together. God, thanks for the opportunity tonight to stop and pause and think about these two different cultural concepts. The National Day of Prayer, a day which we are called to be praying for our country, be praying for our leadership, asking, O Lord, that you would restore character and integrity where it's lacking. God, I pray that we would be intentional with our prayer. I pray tonight that we would be people that are not just blown away by the quote-unquote power of prayer, but I pray, Lord, that we would be focused in on that which we pray to, and that is you. And so, Lord, tonight, would you come alongside and hear our prayers? Would you come alongside in this teaching moment and and show us the importance of what it means to talk with and be in communication with you. Help us not to sit on the sidelines of life, but help us, O Lord, to be plugged into your reality for each and every one of us. Thank you, God, for this time. Thank you for the chance to pray. More importantly, thank you for the opportunity to have a relationship with the one that I can pray to. That's you. May the force be with us. Not some sort of mystical out there force. But God, this whole idea of being personal with the one that loves us and made us. Thanks God for this time. And may we be careful to examine your word and allow it to speak life to us tonight. Amen. So tonight, my friends, we are in Matthew chapter 6, and we are looking specifically at verses 9 through 15. And I'm reading tonight out of the NLT, the New Living Translation. I just think it's a neat opportunity to read out of a a translation that is uh, accurate and on point, but very, very readable. 
So reading out of Matthew 6, starting at verse 9 and reading through 15, it reads like this. Actually, let me start at verse 7 of Matthew chapter 6. It starts like this. When you pray, don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again, and if I can say it, and again. Don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. Isn't that cool? Isn't that the very unique nature of who God is? He knows what we are going through even before uh, we admit and confess to Him that we need Him in everyday life and everyday occurrences. I love the fact that God knows me even greater than I know myself. It's pretty awesome. So verse 9 kicks off like this. Pray like this. This then is how you should pray. Pray like this. Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. Or as another translation might put it, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And another way to say hallowed would be how holy, how awesome is your name. And your name is not to be uh, taken lightly. Your name is meant to be taken with a heaviness, with an authenticity. And that's the holiness of my God. And the holiness of my God calls me into that holiness as I spend time with him and as I mature in him and as I grow in him. And that is meant for you as well. You and I are meant to be people that are growing in that holiness more and more. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food that we need, the sustenance that we need, and forgive us of our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And lead us. Don't let us yield to temptation. Don't let us give in to temptation. But rescue us. From the evil one. If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. This is reading the word of the Lord. And it's, it's amazing to me the nature, the nature of how closely related sin, forgiveness, the forgiveness of sin is ultimately connected with prayer. Meaning that I have to have a willingness to pray and I have to have a willingness to confess. I have to have a willingness to say, you know what? I need to get out of the way in order that God's forgiveness can move inside of me. And I want to be so attached and so connected to who God is so I know what this grace, so I know what this forgiveness is about so that it doesn't just stop with me, but it carries forward and splashes over and connects with other people that ultimately need it too. Think about that, my friends. It's not just getting caught up in some sort of mystical force that's out there. We have a very personal and very real God who who loves you and is filled with grace for you and, and loves you just as you are, but does not want to settle inside of you for compromise, 
wants to grow you into maturity in everything, in the authenticity of who he is, so that you are no longer the same, but you and I are meant to grow into his reality. Think about that. And that's part of what prayer is. Prayer is saying, you know what? I'm not just going to throw my my requests out there. I'm going to look to the Holy One of God Almighty, trying to preserve His name as holy, and say how awesome you are, how amazing you are, and may your kingdom come soon, not just in the focus of some sort of end times reality, but ultimately pointing to needing His kingdom to come into my life so that I may exhibit an emphasis of focus on the kingdom advancing inside of me and on those that are around me. Now listen. Let me go off on a tangent for a second. I think many people today have a mixed up view of what prayer is about. Or they view prayer from the point of view of it being throwing a whole bunch of prayer requests out there and asking God to act like a genie to grant us our three plus wishes. And we forget the sacredness We forget the holiness. We forget the innocence of what it means to be people of prayer that are doing things and coming to Jesus with intentionality and purpose. Now let your mind soak in that. Because listen, I'll be the first one to say it and I'll grab the ticket number And say I'm first one in line because I get it. I have come to the Lord so much in immaturity of the faith and in immaturity when it comes to prayer. I was just blitzed and bombarded this week. Spending some time on retreat with some friends from the Menadnock Bible Conference over in Rhode Island. and Well, the camp's not in Rhode Island. It's in New Hampshire. But I spent some time in Rhode Island with next year's winter camp speakers from Monadnock Bible Conference, along with their staff. And I love their staff. I love Roy. I love uh, having the chance to connect with Nate and Evan and their team. And I was completely conflicted internally with this question. What are the reasons that I approach Jesus? Do I approach him out of obligation? Because it's it's time for my regular checkup. Do I approach Jesus out of necessity because life is so difficult? that I need to come to him uh, for a way out or a means of escape? Do I approach Jesus 
out of vocation only. Because it's a time to prepare the next message. Do I come to Jesus because he wants me to come to him? Do I come to Jesus because I wrap my mind around the reality that he wants to spend time with me? Or do I simply view it out of necessity, obligation, or out of vocation, out of job-related material? Take some time and maybe think about that. Why do you approach Jesus in prayer? Do you approach him because it's time for your weekly checkup? It's time for your obligation? Do you approach Jesus in prayer out of a sense of desperation, out of necessity because you haven't checked in with him in a while and life is hitting rock bottom and you don't know where to turn? Do you come to him because it's a sense of vocation, because you need him to cover or bless your ministry? Or do you come to Jesus because you want to? Or do you come to Jesus because we are called into this holy relationship that is out of this world, that is awesome and and amazing? And truth be told, as I'm sharing on this broadcast, I wrestle with this. And I was convicted of it this week, spending time with my friends from Menadnock. This is becoming more of a live journal than it is necessarily the normal uh, untorn broadcast. But I'm, I'm simply being real with you. As I read the Lord's Prayer and think about the National Day of Prayer today and the whole saying of Star Wars, may the fourth be with you. I want God's force on my side. I want His Holy Spirit to be so in depth and in tune within my heart. But I can't tell you how many times in my life, I've gone to God out of those other subject matters, out of necessity, out of obligation, out of desperation, out of vocation, instead of because I get to. You get to spend time with Jesus. I get that opportunity. That is awesome. And that's such a a pivot point from perspective, from where I've gone so often. Maybe you approach Jesus out of, out of a necessity of prayer because you're filled with shame. There's another, there's another monkey wrench to throw in this discussion. Maybe we need to approach Jesus because of asking him to feed us. Maybe we need to come to Jesus and say, Lord, your kingdom come in my life. Your will be done on earth. Your will be done in me, in me, as it is in heaven. Maybe we need to learn to forgive those that we hold a bitter attitude towards. Maybe we are withholding forgiveness, and that's part of uh, the Lord's prayer here. Maybe some of us are walking such a fine line when it comes to Uh, dabbling with temptation instead of saying no and having that attitude that says that that temptation, what it leads to, it doesn't belong in my life. I'm made for more than what temptation brings me to. Maybe some of us are 
needing to get rid of this attitude of refusing to forgive. This verse 15 talks about in Matthew 6. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Or maybe we come to God in prayer because we think we are the exception to some sort of rule that's in Scripture. And we're asking God to somehow justify our way as unique as opposed to submitting His way. My friends, this month we're going to be looking at prayer. And for these next few moments together, we're going to pray. We're going to seek out the Lord. We're going to pray for our nation. We're going to pray for our representatives, even if we don't like them, even if we think that they're doing a cruel and a horrible job. We're going to pray that we would be beacons of light in our world, the opportunity maybe to speak life into those that are our leaders in our country. Even today on Facebook, I've seen so many things about politics again. Come on. It's time to move forward, my friends. The way that I want to move forward, the way that I want to press forward is by being a person of prayer. So my friends, we're not going to look just at examples of prayer. We're going to look at the meat of prayer. We're going to look at what it means to be people that are approaching our Heavenly Father from the point of view of keeping His name as hallowed, holy, awesome. It's really what hallowed means. How holy and how awesome is your name. So with that being said, before we call it a night here on Untorn, we're going to spend a few moments and pray together. We're going to move forward from um, kind of using real quick this model of the Lord's Prayer uh, here as our model for praying. We're going to pray specifically, how holy and how awesome is your name, O Lord. We're going to look at, God, may your kingdom come in me. May you provide for me the necessities of life that I need. Lord, may we look into our hearts to see if we are withholding forgiveness. And then closing out this prayer by just simply asking and saying to the Lord, May I not yield into temptation, but may I yield into your way. So with that being said, let's pray. Let's focus in on prayer. Let's focus in the one who allows us to pray in the first place, and then we will call it a night here on Untorn. Let's pray together. God, again, tonight we look at what it means to be people of character and integrity in a world that is so unfamiliar with it. I thank you, Lord, that we don't have to just ramble and babble or pray louder or uh, try to somehow get your attention you're already here. You're already in the midst of this broadcast. You are already in the middle of uh, what we are discussing, O oh Lord. And I, I pray that we would get it, that we would understand the subject matter, the importance of walking as people in prayer. And I pray, Lord, that we would recognize that you, O oh Lord, are both holy and awesome, and that your name needs to be treated 
in a very special and unique and authentic way. Forgive us, O Lord, for those times where we treat your name lightly or where we call upon you in a way that is just diminishing the name and diminishing your characteristics and your authenticity. God, I pray that your name would be kept holy out of the words of my mouth and out of the words and hearts of those that are watching or will watch this broadcast or listen to it at one point or another. I pray that your kingdom would come soon inside of my life, that I would spend time with you, that uh, that your kingdom would advance inside of me, and your kingdom would advance inside of our viewers and our listeners, O oh Lord. That we would be instruments that are bringing you glory. As a, a result of turning our ears and turning our faces towards heaven. May your will be done inside of me. May your will be done inside of us. May your will be done inside of our country, O Lord. We lift up our leaders to you. May they turn an ear to hear from heaven that which you want to proclaim in our world. Would you guide them in wisdom and truth as they step out and and lead our nation? May we learn what it means to walk under the authority of the one true king, absolutely. But to continue to support our leaders, not from the angle of entitlement, but from the angle and the truth of your word. Give us today the necessities of life, O Lord. Food that we eat, the sustenance that we crave, that we long for, that we need inside of us. And forgive me, forgive us our sins, even those sins that we don't even realize are sins, O Lord. May you awaken and stir our souls to understand what it means to be people of character and integrity. May we have a willingness to have a heart to forgive. Forgive those who have sinned against us. May we not give in to temptation. May we not, not walk that line. But may we be people that are rescued from it. May we have the abundance of saying no to that temptation. Even as it tries to rock our world. God, you're good. We love you. Your mercy your grace, your authenticity, all of it. Keep stirring in us everything, oh Lord, that you want to continue to push into us. Thank you, oh Lord. Pray this in your holy and amazing and awesome name. Amen. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. Thanks for being part of this broadcast. Next week, we're going to continue in on this prayer series, uh, looking at what it means to be filled as people with prayer, filled with the attitude of understanding that our God is greater than our abilities. Thanks for being part of this. God bless you, my friends. You've been watching and listening to Untorn, where we are broadcasting life and broadcasting love from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. We'll see you next time, right here on untorn.net.
Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love, like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-Mobile to learn more or visit a store today.